1: What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Linz, what do you got?
2: Well, this is a little bit more of a PSA than a What You Need to Know because it's all about composting. This week, LA launched its long-awaited curbside composting program requiring residents to change how they dispose of food scraps. So starting now, chicken bones, orange peels, coffee grounds, pizza boxes, and the like belong in green yard waste bins rather than black trash cans. Hmm. Everyone in the city can get free compost pails by signing up through the LA sanitation website. The LA Public Works Department sent out basic information postcards to nearly a million households in the city to get their trash picked up, that get their trash picked up by city trucks. So if you got one of those postcards, you're definitely in the area that has this program. And they said that more public education on the program will begin to roll out next week, including advertising on bus benches and on trash trucks, including targeted home visits. So now you don't have to drive your compost out. They're going to come pick it up for you.
3: Okay, so So my wife, uh, I don't really get it. I mean, point of information here. I'm not really positive I know what composting is, although my 16 year old daughter tells me we need to start composting and gardening. And I'm like. Yeah, I'm not. I don't oh know well, the, I got
1: the thing for you. Right, I got. I hear. was I, so my wife bought this thing mm-hmm. um, for compost uh, for composting. It's called the Lomi L O M I. Now mm-hmm. this thing arrived at my house and I saw it on the counter and I thought for a second it was like a. Um, looks like, like I'm just looking it up. Like it looks
3: like. Looks
1: like I, a, I thought I thought it was something to like steam food yeah. or something. You know, yeah, like, it looks, you know looks like
3: like a crock pot.
1: Right, like a like a fancy right, like electronic crock pot. That's yeah. what I thought it was. Yeah. And then I'm like, what's that thing? Like after a couple of days cuz I heard it making noise, and she's like it's my Lomi. And I'm like, well, what the hell does that do? Is it like make food? And she's like, no, it makes com- <laughs> it does composting. And she goes, it turns the compost into dirt that I can use to put in like the garden to then garden. And like like you know, uh, like get you know make tomatoes or whatever or whatever the hell she wants to make out there and i'm like <laughs> and how much did this thing cost she oh goes, wait oh, you're gonna love it oh, it's wait. normally 500 bucks i got it for 350 and i'm oh, like you did what george I'm, I'm looking at it online i'm like wait a second 450 bucks i'm not buying a Lomi. yeah so she bought it for 350 it's normally retails for 500 and um but yeah this Lomi sits there the Lomi, they can't the, the, one of the local TV stations came and did a video on my Lomi the other day.
2: Get out of here. That's awesome.
3: I swear to God. Take a listen to this, George, right now. You do the cooking. Lomi does the food cleanup. Lomi Essential Package Special Offer $451.11 down from five twenty eight ninety five. Well, I mean, there, is there another way of composting? Because I'm not doing this one. Well,
1: well, this thing does the work for you, though. It just yeah. basically grinds all your compost into mm. dirt for you. And then it's... So your daughter... Uh, Jules mm-hmm. would love the Lomi because she can then do the composting and then use it to garden, which is exactly my point.
3: You know what? I'm going to get Aunt Kelly to give little Jules her new Lomi composter.
1: Yeah, good luck. She does. She loves that thing more than she loves me, so she's not giving it up. Anytime.
3: No, no. I'm going to get her to get you know buy a new one like for her birthday oh. or something. Oh, Aunt I Kelly. See. You want a composter? Mm-hmm. Talk to Aunt Kelly. So
2: you're you're inviting Kelly to buy Jules a 500 dollars composter.
3: $350. If it's
2: still Well, it was
1: $350 on sale that day. I don't know if we yeah. can get it for and, $350. And, and again, you may
3: have but... missed you may have missed one word in there, Lindsay Baseball. Aunt Kelly.
2: Okay. okay. Not Kelly. Aunt okay. Kelly. <laughs> See the at. difference? I was going to preface it by saying, Cappy, I don't think this conversation applies to you because Trying to teach you like about the composting thing, that would just be a nightmare. I can but imagine my, your daughter like trying to
1: be like, well, no, you don't Dad. even want to put the
3: heat on in your house. Right. Oh, George, I put the heat on my house last night. I you slept had to do it. I couldn't take it anymore. I absolutely could not take it anymore. And Rachel, truth be told, she said to me, she goes, dude, I am sleeping in my house because the heat's on your house. The heat's not on. It's too cold in your house and you're too damn cheap.
1: guilty. She, she guilty. told you? Yeah. She did tell me. No No heat in the bedroom if you don't put the heat on.
3: I know. I put it on last night to 66 degrees. <laughs> that doesn't count. It was like 49 in the house. Oh my! No gosh. way. It was 49? I don't know. Maybe 59. Maybe.
1: Okay. I was going to say. Sub 60. No way it was 49. Cap, get
2: yeah. a space All heater.
1: Got one. Oh,
2: jeez.
1: That's really what you use? A space heater? You want to hear You, know, you realize really that. Am? I mean, that is ridiculous. You're you're wasting electricity with the Space heater, which doesn't do anything for the most part, other than like under a desk, maybe.
3: And the thing is hot. Sometimes I turn on the oven to about 400, and then uh, I turn it off and I open oh, up the no. oven door. Yeah. heat up. I mean, room. you won't
1: even put the heat on, so you're definitely not getting a loamy, that's for sure. I like so, the candles. Anyway. Yeah. All right, so that is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Uh, real quick, just to put a bow on the Lakers situation, because yeah. we just got some word that uh, Woj was on TV just now talking about the Lakers. Mm-hmm. So he was asked uh, by Greeny about, like, what are the Lakers looking at? And apparently they are looking at uh, the guy I mentioned, Cappy, Boyan Bogdanovich. Let's hear from
0: Woj. I think the Lakers are like a lot of teams who want to add players, add talent, who think it'll start to get a little more serious among teams next week as we get it, get in that two- to three-week Period before the trade deadline. Think for the Lakers, player like Boyan Bogdanovich in Detroit, who a lot of teams, uh, his shooting, his floor spacing have interest in, the price is significant for players like that. There just are not a lot of sellers yet in the marketplace, multiple draft picks for a player like Bogdanovich right now. And what teams have to ask themselves for an incremental improvement, how much are we willing to? To give up. I don't think there's any big, big deals for the Lakers out there, but I do think they're going to be active around the edges uh, to try to improve this team as they try to get into the postseason with LeBron James and Anthony Davis's return.
1: Now, listen, I'm okay if you don't want to trade two picks for Boyan Bogdanovich. I would get it. But I heard him say they got to do something around the edges. And yes, you got to do something around the edges at the very least.
3: Well, listen, I think it's something that Slee had said earlier, which is. The trade rust talk that we came into the season with has certainly subsided. I'm not saying that the Lakers can't or won't. I'm just saying that there are a bunch of other guys sitting on that bench that aren't really contributing that much that you might be able to package up, I suspect. But I don't know, man. The floor spacing issue, that's a big issue for me, George. I know I was hearing Woj talk about that just a moment ago. It's something I've been thinking a lot about, studying film, breaking it down. Writing yeah. notes, you know. Is
1: this another plea to get on the podcast?
3: Floor spacing, yes. Get me on that podcast. Let me talk about floor spacing, please. Yeah. Or injuries. I <laughs> could talk about injuries.
2: That's what you're gonna just do. <laughs>
1: what about now when you talk about floor spacing, do you do you know like some of the players that have the most gravity to them in those scenarios?
3: The most gravity is in like they're pulled closer to the floor. <laughs>
1: No, that they attract more defenders closer to them. That's what oh, gravity means in basketball. Oh,
3: oh, oh, I thought you were talking about actual you know, gravity and science. You know, I was thinking, you know, that's what I was thinking about. You yeah. know, like a guy like a Grayson Allen, for example, you know, is a right. guy you know, who I think of when I think about spacing. You know, sometimes a guy like, um, you're familiar with like, uh, you know, Patrick Baldwin Jr.'s game. I'm sure you're familiar with him. I am. Golden you State know? Warriors, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, R.J. You know, Barrett's Baldwin a guy that
1: you know, Patrick Baldwin Jr. I believe I no. Actually, I have the wrong Warriors uh, young player. Oh, you see, a, this is a,
3: why I belong on the podcast. You know,
1: there's a young player on the Warriors who was also a champion lacrosse player in the NCAA.
3: Is that right? Mm-hmm. Where do you play lacrosse at?
1: I, I think Maryland. I oh, really? Say, Maryland, Virginia? Duke, Syracuse. I mean, you yeah, have yeah, somewhere in the ACC. Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. like R.J. Barrett, for example. There's a guy. You know, I talk about gravity. You know, there's a guy I think about. You I'm think about up- R.J. Barrett when you talk about gravity? Yeah, you know. Uh, then like, uh, like a guy like uh, you know, like uh, I don't know. There's some other guys I was thinking about here recently. They're you know really gravity guys.
1: Do so you think a 32% three point shooter has a lot of gravity to him?
3: Yeah, he's heavy. You know what I mean. So again, <laughs> such an idiot stuff. You know, like Terrence Davis is a guy who I think of. You know, yeah. gravity. Yeah, I mean, these are just all know. random off the top of my head names. They're not in alphabetical <laughs> order from NBA.com or anything like that. Just random names off the top of my head. You're so stupid. No, I want to get on the podcast, man. I mean, Daniel Gafford is a guy from Washington when I think about him a lot, you know. No,
1: no, no, you don't think of him because he can't shoot. He's a, I mean, he's a big man. He's Aaron a rebounder Gordon, and shot
3: blogger. Aaron Gordon's a guy. You know, I'm, I'm in the G's no. right now, George. I'm in okay. the G's. Yeah. So don't mess All with right. me. All right,
1: well, let's move off of gravity and get back to football. It's Bud Light Football Friday on 710, getting you pumped up for what's on tap for the NFL Divisional Playoff Weekend, brought to you by Bud Light. Make Bud Light your game day beer. Bud Light, easy to drink, easy to enjoy. Must be 21 or older. Please enjoy responsibly. All right. Cappy, what is the biggest overblown storyline this weekend?
3: I don't know. You said you had an entire list. I can't wait to hear this. Oh, no.
1: I, it's not. Maybe not. I, I don't know if I have a list, but I have one for sure that's oh. driving me absolutely up the wall. Oh, tell me. Share. Daniel Jones being a good quarterback all of a sudden. What do you mean, all Daniel, of a sudden? Daniel Jones is a product of his environment and a system. And by the way, if you look at Daniel Jones's best games this year... They've come against some of the worst defenses in the entire sport. So let's slow down.
3: Okay. Slow the roll, huh? You want to pump the brakes?
1: Yeah. Do you want so do you want to know how many three hundred yard games Daniel Jones had this year? Sure. Hit me up. Let me hear what you got.
3: He had two. Okay.
1: They came against Minnesota mm-hmm. in the regular season. Week 16. And Detroit in the regular season.
3: Okay, very good. I think there was a loss right. as a matter of fact. You know, the Giants yeah. lost, George. Of their last nine regular season games, they lost six of them. So they really limped into the playoffs. Correct. They're not that good. They're like everybody talk Minnesota,
1: the biggest fraud of them. There's the problem. Because of the the point differential situation, you saw it all season. Like they didn't, they were just not that good. They just blasted a bunch of bad teams and then they won a bunch of close games. And so that was kind of their recipe for success for their wins this past year. They won a bunch of one-score games, and they blasted a couple
3: teams. Right. That's the problem. So, you see, the thing is, is that anybody who thinks all of a sudden Daniel Jones is like some all-star quarterback, it's because this year, unlike in years past, he had a really good year. I mean, passed 4,000 yards, whatever it is, 700 yards rushing, which is something he's never done in his career, only had like, I think, five or six interceptions. I mean, the numbers were low. Yeah, 15 touchdowns, five picks. Right, so he had a really, really good year compared to everything prior to this year. And Brian Dayball, who's their coach, this guy spent all these years with Josh Allen in Buffalo. He got to New York. He went, you know what? This guy Daniel Jones has a lot of the same skill set. And Daniel Jones had his best year. Now, the thing is, is that when you play against Minnesota's defense, and they're so bad, and they don't rush the passer, and they've got the 31st pass defense in the entire NFL... Daniel Jones comes out looking good. Can he, can he look that good against Philadelphia? No, because Philadelphia's defense is awesome. Well, that's, that's going to be a great storyline this weekend.
1: Yeah, overblown storyline, Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones, by the way, threw for 169 yards against Philadelphia uh, in one game and didn't play in the other because it was that last game of the season. It didn't matter.
3: Yeah, they, they really need, I think, for the Giants to be in this game. They need a really big performance from Saquon Barkley, who can obviously. Oh, run no it, question. And yeah. and he can he can be a big part of the passing game because the fact is the Giants don't really have any star caliber wide receivers. They don't really have any big name guys that you know. Yeah, yeah. And so yeah. they need Saquon it, it, Barkley. I just
1: think. It's it's, it's a, a product of playing in New York. Like, all of a sudden, Daniel Jones, is he the
3: guy? No, he's not. Stop being silly. It's, like, it's also a product of, a few weeks ago, they lost that game in Minnesota. They He threw an interception. They gave up a fumble. They had a punt block, the Giants did, in the fourth quarter, and it took a 61-yard field goal for Minnesota to beat them. They were that close, and they lost the turnover battle 3-0. They yeah. came back and they avenged that loss, but the fact is, Minnesota... For 11 straight wins in one, in one score games, they just weren't very good.
1: Yeah, and, and neither are the Giants. So the Giants are going to get their ass kicked this weekend, too. God, all I right, hope the Giants
3: to- pull the upset.
1: Okay. Why is that?
3: I just like underdogs. Okay.
1: Radio Tinder, a game of underdogs each and every day, comes up next. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any.
3: Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
2: Thanks, Christopher. Music sure is ominous, huh?
3: Sure is. Ominous. Good word.
2: I love I love that show, though. Great show. Anyway, speaking of ominous, passengers in the UK traveled on a full-size self-driving bus for the first time this week with one of them describing the experience as, quote, brilliant. A group of 22 volunteers took a test journey on the autonomous single-decker through Edinburgh. When the buses are fully operational, an experienced driver will be on board, but only to monitor the system rather than to drive it. A local bus driver who was part of the test ride said, I wasn't worried at all about it. You wouldn't know the difference between this and a normal bus from the driving. Would you guys ever volunteer for this self-driving bus test ride? Swipe left or swipe right, Sedano? Or Cappy, you go Mm. first.
3: I'll swipe right. I, t- I do it. I try it out. Why not? You know, I give it a shot. You know, I've been in a buddy's car who's got a Tesla, and he goes, oh, watch this. This thing drives by itself. And I'm like, okay, let's check it out. So, I mean, I, I'm i willing to give it a shot. Sure, why not?
1: Uh, no, I'll pass. Hard pass on the uh, bus. I'm good with a car. A bus is a much bigger vehicle. And I know someone's going to tell me, well, you know, the planes land themselves these days. Yeah, I guess, but I don't know. I feel do like they? the streets are a lot... A lot more challenging to navigate than uh, the air, to be honest with you.
3: Really, the planes land themselves. I thought that's when the pilot actually did what he does, or she does. Well, they, can't, they have a lot,
1: there's a lot of um, planes. Michael and I had this conversation once on the air about how planes have a, uh, basically a landing system. You know what I mean? So it helps mm. kind of guide things through. Now, there are times, particularly in bad weather, where the pilots have to do a lot of work. So
3: I just feel like if a bus... Didn't have a person driving it. It's a big giant vehicle. So if like we go, you know, steamrolling towards something, I feel <laughs> oh, like I'm God. in this. I think I'm in a giant bus. I'm. You're good.
1: safer, is what you're saying. I right? don't know if but I am or not. What if you're not. the person? What I mean, my whole point of self-driving buses that worries me is what if you're not in the
3: bus though?
2: Oh yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah. Look yeah. out! Yeah. Right.
3: Right out of the exactly.
2: way. Yeah. Then you're Move, toast. bus. Get out the way. Get out the way. Ah. Uh! No, 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 no. <laughs> Pretty good dad joke. We yep. need a dad right, joke alert. So, a rising TikTok star has stunned her fans by revealing that she and her husband are actually related by blood. And mm. she says she only learned the dark secret while she was carrying his baby. She posted on TikTok that she uncovered the truth while she was looking at her family tree to find an ancestor to name their baby. That's when she realized their grandparents shared the same name. And after a little digging, she discovered that her husband is actually her third cousin. So, instead of having you guys swipe, I want to know, what would you do if this happened to you? Cappy, you go first.
3: No problem. Third cousins don't count.
2: Okay. Third, third
3: cousins so, are fine. Third cousins I, do not
1: count. I, I have a story for you. This was presented to me by someone that I, that I knew, right? Like, that. Basic. this was a secondhand story, but it, it is a true story. They were someone I know. Um, that I work with tangentially, not someone that I that I know, like not at ESPN per se, but someone I worked with before on games that this person who was like a contractor um, met his wife. And all of a sudden when he's, you know, he's dating his wife at the time, she's like, you know, they've been dating for months, right? They're like, you know, whatever. And all of a sudden um, she says, oh, you know, I got to go to this funeral, you know, my, you know. Aunt Betsy, or whatever died, or whatever her name was. And he's like, Oh, Aunt Betsy, huh? Yeah. Is she, her last name this? She's like, Yeah, how do you know? He's like, My aunt, too. You know what I mean? Like, and it was it really, and they did end up getting married. Now they were like third cousins, but I still, I, that's just still a little weird to me.
3: I know, but yeah. like, like, okay, here's the deal. Like, my dad and his sister, Uh-oh, her children are my first cousins, their children are my second cousins. And I think my kids then are their third cousin. Yeah, maybe it is a little weird. Maybe third is too close. Fourth, fifth?
2: I don't I know. know. Cousin. Yeah, I know. I, you lost I remember, me
1: along the line there. Right yeah, there. yeah, same
2: with me. No, my okay. grandma used to always like try and explain that to me. And she'd be like, well, that's your first cousin once removed. And I'm like, what the hell does that even mean? If you're so, related, look, you know, yeah. like, no, it's weird. First
1: cousins are like, yes, you're, you're, so if you're, your parents, siblings, kids, kids. that's first right. cousin. That's first cousin. Right. Right. So second cousins are your parents'
3: siblings' kids
1: kids 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 kids, kids. kids, kids right? Are your second cousins right. and so on and so forth. Yes.
3: Right, so your parents' siblings' kids 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 are your <laughs> right. third cousins. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Wait, I do have one that I always wondered about. My mom was really close with her cousin, her first cousin, and we were really close with her kids. So, who what what relation would that be to me? Like my mom's cousins. cousin's kids?
0: Second cousin. No, I think that's like the cousins
2: removed. Yeah, 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 that's what I think. I don't yeah. Know. Yeah, like the cut the kids of the so
0: your your mom and your her cousin, right? Yeah, and then you and their kids that's like the cousins removed. If I'm not right, mistaken.
1: first cousins share a grandparent, second cousins share a great grandparent, third cousins share a great great grandparent.
2: Oh, that makes so much more sense when you no, say it, it that doesn't. way. That
3: doesn't make
1: any sense.
2: It
3: does. Yeah. Yeah. I don't
2: care. It about. does. Okay, last one here. I got bad news for Cappy because uh Sierra Mist is no more. Yeah. And- By the way, why
3: would that
1: not make more sense, Cappy? That seemed a lot tighter that definitely is
2: yeah easier Um, way to explain it
3: because i felt like the the cousins go down rather than up meaning like you went grandfather -grandfather, great-grandfather great-great-grandfather whereas i'm thinking lower i'm thinking generations being born not being died off i don't know that it was hard for me
2: okay (laughs) it was hard for me (laughs) all
3: right what's next Lindsay?
2: okay so anyway Since we don't have time for a big deal or no deal today because we got to go to the Lakers pregame, I'm going to do one here. PepsiCo is kicking off 2023 by introducing a new lemon-lime soda drink. Starry Soda has officially replaced Sierra Mist nationwide in a bid to challenge Sprite's dominance in the category. PepsiCo says that Starry has a, quote, higher citrus flavor, and they're true to fruit and more aromatic. Uh, They also offer a more balanced, cleaner, and crisper finish than Sierra Mist. Starry is available in stores nationwide now and in regular and zero sugar varieties. So Sierra mist is being completely phased out and replaced with starry, which is, I think is a dumb name for you personally. Is this a big deal or no deal? So you go first, uh,
1: no deal for me. Um, I think Sierra mist, I didn't, I haven't drank like real soda in a really long time. Um, like a long time. Um, and Sierra Mist always reminded me of just sugar water. Uh, it, you know, it, it doesn't. Re- it didn't really taste great. If this thing has a more citrus flavor, then I think it is a more competitor, more a true competitor, more of a true competitor to Sprite. However, I do agree with you. The name is ridiculous.
3: So I am not really much of a soda drinker that often, but I don't remember where I was. I feel like I was in a Jersey Mike's recently, and you know how you ask for a cup of water. And then you go to the machine, and they've got, like, the water tab on the fountain drinks. Under,
1: like, the Sierra Mist yes. or the Sprite, yes. Sometimes
3: mm-hmm. what I'll do is, rather than getting water, I'll actually get a clear soda.
1: Yeah. I don't know oh, why. Oh, you're I'm... that guy. You're the guy that steals, <laughs> basically. Oh, my God.
0: Why am I not surprised, Cappy? Why? Oh, my
3: Cup. I paid $20 for a sandwich. I don't think anybody's going to miss a little bit of Sierra Mist. You know, but the thing is, is that Sierra Mist. Wait, wait,
1: but everybody else paid $20 or whatever for the (laughs) same sandwich. Yeah,
0: but
3: they didn't put Sierra Mist in a water cup.
0: No, but you know what? When I used to work at McDonald's, sorry, like super tangent, I had a manager that when she would see people do that, she would go and take the cup. I'm like, girl, it's not that serious. (laughs) Like, why would you do that? But she would would, always do that.
1: I would do anything to see someone, a manager, grab that cup from Cappy and just see his reaction.
2: Well, the thing is, <laughs> like is that if you put
3: Coke, if you put Coke or Pepsi or Dr Pepper or one of these kinds of she brown sodas, right? But like if you had the clear soda, people can be like, "Yo, wh- hey, you didn't pay bubbles. for that," right? It's like, yeah, but that's soda water because they all they have regular tap water. No, no, she and knows. They also have crazy. soda water.
2: So, Cap, do you put it in the cup, the in, you know the clear cup, the free one, and you just, like, stand back over in the line waiting for your sandwich, just sipping it like it's no big deal? Like, yeah, this is water.
3: Yeah, because if you don't do that, <laughs> then they're going to be like, hey, what's going on here? But if you act like it's just water, they're like, oh, that guy's just got water.
2: I could see you doing this and telling your kid, like, act cool, act cool. They're well, coming. no, I'm
3: just – but here's the thing. <laughs> Sierra Mist is pretty good, and I never really drink soda, and I don't know the difference between Sierra Mist and Sprite, but I had Sierra Mist recently, and I was like, you know what? It's Pretty good, mm, mm. like Sierra Mist.
2: <laughs> I never liked it because it's caffeine free. It's like if you're gonna drink pop, then like make sure it has caffeine in it, All
3: right? Get some pop,
2: yeah. Why, Sorry. why are
3: you so weird?
1: Cap-pop? Say no
2: to soda, people
1: <laughs> say no to soda. No, she's right. I it's mean, you bad get, for I don't you. drink soda, it's, it's really not good for you. you. It's literally drink. sugar water that's what it is.
2: Oh, they're good like once a month, maybe.
1: No.
3: I mean, sometimes I'd be
2: like, maybe,
1: gi- maybe ginger ale. I'll let you slide on that. But like, not even that so
3: much. No, Not even a Diet Coke on like a rare occasion. A diet Coke. I mean, oh, I mean, garbage. Horrible. First of all,
1: di- I mean, diet sodas have way more stuff in them. Uh, even though they don't have sugar, they have all sorts of other crap in them oh, that you probably don't want.
2: Horrible. Diet sun for me. Just drink water, dude. Dude, that's all I drink is water.
1: Your body is made of like 80% or 90% water anyway. That's why I drink it.
0: That's
2: if you drink so much drink. water, then why don't you just drink the water at, at the, the sandwich place? Right. No answer for that, huh? No, yeah. just all water. Okay.
1: Are you just saying that now so you don't want people to catch on to your <laughs> you? You don't want to Jersey get
3: <laughs> Well, I mean, I did. I went to Jersey Mike's and I, I was like, yo, I, I, it's a $20 sandwich. Can I get a water cup? You guys mind if I take a little Sierra Miss? Is that all right? Here, you want the 25 cents? I'll give it to you. I gave you a nice tip. Come on, what's it matter? Oh, no. Do you not tip at Jersey Mike's? I do. Ridiculous, by the way. Why do you tip 20 bucks, or 20% rather, at the machine? They guilt you with the machine.
2: You don't have have to. It's optional. You You don't have to. I know, but I... I can't not,
3: you
1: know? Yeah, I agree. I do it. But I don't do it begrudgingly like you do.
3: Well, I mean, I, I feel like a lot of times when you're at these places and they, you know, you're at the front and they're like, hey, um, here's, you know, put in your number. And then they right away hit you with, what do you want? 10%, 15 20 25? What do you want to do? Do something.
1: Hmm. Well, well, we got to do
3: something, which is move on.
1: Uh, we're done here. That is Radio Tinder each and every day. Normally at 530, 30, uh, but because the Lakers pregame is up in a minute. Uh, it's at 5.15ish or so. Cappy, great job. Great job, Lindsay and Laura. Slee and Michael are up next with the Lakers pregame. Lakers-Grizzlies next.